wild feathers. Super excited for what's coming up. So it's been on the to-do list for a very long time. And the time is finally here. So I am going to do a series of solo podcasts and sprinkle them throughout all of our episodes with our guests. And I'm just going to unravel and unveil my own personal uh, founder journey and talk about topics that are relevant to my journey and that I know other founders can relate to. And so today is number one of these episodes, and I'm excited about it, actually. I feel like it's finally time to um, release what's been in my heart for several years and is the sole reason why um, I wanted to start this podcast is to address some of these um obstacles and experiences and feelings and emotions and um, successes and just topics that come along uh, as you are going on your founder journey. And not everyone has experienced the same thing, but I'm certain that they all can relate. So I'm super excited to start the series and today is the first episode. So today I will be talking about founder, loneliness, and isolation. Um, It's not all doom and gloom, so don't worry, but sit back and enjoy. Today, I am going to talk about founder loneliness, which I know a lot of us can relate to. I know I can certainly relate to it. Um, When I was building my software company uh, a few years ago, uh, being a founder, especially a solo founder, can be extremely isolating. And even though You may have, and I have, amazing, deep, fulfilling friendships and relationships with people that I love and care about and that love and care about me, my family. It still becomes a very lonely road or can be a very lonely road. And founders deal with the emotional weight in many different ways, um, but Think about, as founders can relate, every responsibility and every failure or burden falls on you, and you're wearing many hats. You have to learn so much and adapt, and usually you feel like you're on the race of time, which is a whole nother episode, but you're usually just so focused and consumed with your startup that um, it can be really lonely and it's hard to break away. 
The other thing is that even though you have a network of family and friends, if they're not a founder or haven't been a founder, it is very difficult for them to understand the true essence and nuances of what a founder feels, faces, and goes through, and the pressure that they put on themselves. And if they're not doing this as a side thing, a lot of people start companies as a side project while they're full-time in a full-time position. And if they've walked away from their full-time position and they're doing this, startup as their primary source of work and income, which it takes a while to get to the income uh, component, um, it can really consume you and be extremely stressful. So you're consumed by by building the company as if your life depended on it. And sometimes in this scenario where it's it may be your full-time gig, is it does. Your life does depend on it. You carry the weight. If the business fails or if uh, you have employees and their income is directly reliable, you're reliable for their income and it directly falls on you. It's 100% your fault. And founders don't have a lot of relatable peers in their close knit group typically unless they unless they've grown up or really put some effort into building a founder network which usually comes from my experience after you've started the company you have your idea and you're getting involved um there's literally no one else in the world who bears the same exact responsibility for you, for your team as the founder. And it can be an incredibly isolating feeling. It's also hard for founders to admit that they're struggling. Many founders feel like they have to project like this invincible image so that employers and investors and members of the community and your friends and family, you have to put on this face that everything's great. Yes, everything's great and it's going awesome, even though deep down inside, you just want to melt into pieces and break down or no, you're having a no good, very bad day or no good, very bad week, right? Like things are shambles, but nope, they're great. You put on this persona because um, that's just what we do. And even the founders that have had multi-million dollar exits may have gone um, public even the ones that have had that have made billions of dollars, they have all worked long hours and felt or faced loneliness at some point in time during the journey. I just listened to this um, episode, podcast episode, um, featuring Brian Chesky, the founder of Airbnb, and he was on Armchair Expert, and he was talking about how he isolated himself from friends and family and put his head down building Airbnb and spent so much time that now that he has gone IPO, now that he's gone public and he's making, he's made 
uh, billions of dollars. He has found himself in isolation and in a very lonely state of mind. And so he is, you may have heard of heard him or have seen articles, but he is out raising awareness about loneliness and talking about that. So I think it is a very, very important topic to discuss and to address and to face and acknowledge. Um, it's actually one of the reasons why I even started the Wild Feather podcast, because going through my own journey and just feeling extremely lonely in trying to build the software company and feeling like I was on an island on my own. And I had a support system, but it wasn't an intricate, like I would only let them so close. So it wasn't a very insider close knit um, exposure, shall I say? I, I I was very close-knit with my information and what was going on. So I did not um, communicate to others what a difficult and challenging time it may or was. Um, it may have been or was for me. And it wasn't until I joined a forum with uh, 11 other women founders that I realized that I wasn't alone and I faced every possible mistake. I made every mistake possible. I faced every roadblock and obstacle you could possibly think of. And when I became part of that forum, then I realized that I wasn't the only one that made mistakes and that other people faced some of the same challenges as I did. But up until that point, I thought I was on this island all by myself and it was so isolating and I felt like I had the weight of the world on my shoulders and that's how the wild feather was born is whenever I was in the forum uh I'm like well if 12 of us are feeling this way we can't be the only ones in the world there have to be others out there so I was going to start off writing a blog but instead of writing a blog I started the podcast because I thought it would be more fun, and it is. But just getting the word out there to let people know who are founders, especially women founders, we carry a lot more responsibility and accountability, I think, and we just put so much more pressure on ourselves and society does, especially if you have family and children. It isn't always feasible to go to all the networking events and show up at these meetups and do the pitches 24-7 and fly everywhere to networking events and um, summits and conferences. Um, so when I became part of this forum, that's when I realized we need to get the word out and show others and support and encourage others to let them know that they're not alone and there are other people that are going through what they've gone through or what they're going through. And so just to lend a, an inspiring, supportive hand and to let people know that they can join the community at any given time and reach out and connect and get help and find a solution and that kind of thing. Um, if you're a founder of an early stage startup, you might feel very lonely right now. 
the more you build your team and the the bigger you grow, I think the more those lonely feelings, the loneliness kind of dissipates if you're open and you acknowledge and you confide and you um, lean on your team for communicating and facing challenges and, um, you know, listening and talking and all the things. And just know you shouldn't have to bear all of the burden yourself. And it's okay to reach out and it's okay to be honest and truthful with yourself and with others. Uh, I think people are more accepting to hearing what your situation is and how you're feeling and helping to um, lend an ear, especially in the startup community. Um, there's an entrepreneur coach, Christina Richardson, who served, she surveyed founders and out of hundreds of founders that she surveyed, 72 of the founders dealt with or deal with mental health concerns, describing their mental state as loneliness. So how this shows up, some of the symptoms of loneliness can be sleeping disorders, anxiety, stress, um, compulsive behaviors. Um, people also make the consumption that if you're a startup, you're lucky because you can work when you want and you have flexibility. You're out, you are your own boss. This is true, but you don't understand that founders are working ungodly amounts of hours a week. And the ironic weird thing about it is that I'm sure not everyone does this and I've had to learn how to compartmentalize my life and shut things down, but I'm very guilty and have been guilty throughout my journeys of if I take time out to go do get my hair done or um, meet up for coffee with friends or whatnot, then I feel obligated to make up for missed time. And so then I work hours late at night or super early in the morning to make up for that lost time to counteract the fun that I may have had or the self-care that I may have done. Uh, it's hard to put into words the complexity of the thoughts and feelings and the pressure that you experience as a founder and you founders, I'm certain can relate and can join me in that thought process of how complex and just messes with your head uh, it can be. Um, and let's face it, COVID intensified this situation for everyone out there. And I think it probably intensified it for founders even more. Uh, normally, very social people had to work really hard at integrating uh, socialness back into their lives. I know um, even though I can be a social person, after COVID, once the fog had lifted and the doors opened and we were allowed to um, socialize in public settings, uh, it took me a while. I had to force myself to get out there and to be social. So um, I recognize that too. So it's been a transition, I think, for everyone since COVID released. 
And there's always stats in the back of our heads, like about 90% of startups fail. They definitely drive this into your head whenever you're building a startup. 10% of startups fail in the first year. Most of them fail within the first three to five years. And this is seen across all industries and it's very common. Um, And there are several different reasons why startups fail. So you're trying to be the unicorn in the bunch and trying to not be part of that 10% or the other 90% within the first five years. So you're pedaled to the metal, head down, grinding every single day. Some of the signs, in addition to some of the symptoms, some of the signs of isolation can be disconnect um, and, you know, not communicating, um, going into Hermitville, shall we say. Um, There are many different things that if you have friends that are founders and you recognize that they're shutting the world off, just touch them, reach out. And even though you're not in their shoes, just reach out and tell them you're thinking about them, force them to meet for 30 minutes, coffee, whatever the case may be, drop by their house, say hi, have them go for a walk with you. Um, There are several ways to help Once you acknowledge that you've reached the state of loneliness and uh, you want to do something about it and you need to fix it, there are several different ways that you can combat this um, feeling and the isolation. So first, identify the signs early and then you can disconnect. Choose to disconnect from electronics, from work. Um, I'm going to talk about the electronic thing here in a minute, but uh, take better better care of yourself. So make time to exercise daily, physical exercise. If you, maybe joining class isn't your thing, but sign up to join a class or um, get outside your comfort zone and be amongst people. Go to Taekwondo class or go to a kickboxing class or um, rowing or whatever the case may be, or join an entrepreneurial sport, find a meetup group that plays sports, um, find other meetup groups to go to events or meetings or whatnot. Um, eat healthy. It's extremely important whenever you're a founder and whenever you reach the state of acknowledging that you're in loneliness and isolation is to take better care of yourself. So whether that be meditation, journaling, eating healthy, exercising, those are extremely important as is just in regular life. Um, Meet up with a friend once a week. I'm telling you, just meeting for coffee, getting out and about, going to a coffee shop, uh, it can make a difference. Um, Find your tribe. There are so many different groups out there, especially for women founders, there's one that's called the Like-Minded Collective, and it's fantastic. They have networking groups, they have meetings, they have um, like a, they feature a coach that talks about a specific topic. It's a, it's growing and it's a great community to join. There are a lot of networking groups for founders. Um, Find a mentor 
reach out, connect with other founders um, on LinkedIn or within your local community. I'm certain that if you do some research, you'll find startup communities um, in all the major cities or create one yourself. Uh, create a meetup group yourself. Uh, there are many different ways of finding founder groups, startup groups, and um, mentors that can go along the journey with you. If you can afford it financially and from a time perspective can afford the time, go to summits and conferences and um, events. Uh, they are life-changing. I just went to the women Women's Venture Summit in San Diego, and it was for women founders and investors, and it was fantastic. The energy alone, just being amongst the energy of all of these powerhouse women was amazing, and you get fed in so many different ways, and uh, if events and conferences uh, of that nature are fantastic for the soul as a founder and can really give you inspiration and the energy to keep on going. Plus, you have a lot of aha moments and takeaways, and you get to meet amazing people that can turn around and be in your network, uh, which is fantastic. So you just have to fight the voice in your head. And one of the takeaways I had um, from Elizabeth Gore, who is the founder and CEO of Hello Alice, and she spoke at the WVA, um, she said one of the one of the key things that she, one of the key pieces of advice that she would give founders is to have a support system and have a supporting mechanism, um, whatever that is for you, but you can't not have a support system. And she said to always be building relationships. Even if you're um, raising funding, she said to build relationships in between funding. If you have investors, ask investors to be a super connector for you and connect you with other folks. Uh, they usually have very big networks. Uh, so leverage the people that you know and ask them who they know to connect with. Um, and a few other ideas you can do is hire a coach you can join a co-working space. I know many founders, at least in the Detroit area, there's a company called Bamboo and they have a co-working space for um, individual solopreneurs, um, startups, uh, many different people go there and it's the energy and the network and the people you meet in the community. They offer so many different classes and events and things of that nature. It's great. And it's just great to have that camaraderie with everyone. So founders should block off at least 30 minutes to an hour a day to do something good for them, something for themselves, something they love. I know it's easier said than done, but we have to take the time to invest in ourselves. If we don't take the time to invest in ourselves, our health is going to plummet and we won't be able to see our startup through the end or through the great parts and the significant um, success. So trust me, your health will fail. I know firsthand about 
um, health failing because of the stress that I put on myself building a startup. Um, and you want to prevent yourself from crashing. Vivek Murthy, uh, he was also a guest on Armchair Expert, and Brian Chesky referenced him in his um, episode, his interview. So Vivek, um, he did a lot of research, and what he discovered is 50% of adults in the U.S., are experiencing and have experienced loneliness and it is very deathly uh, and that it impacts our well-being and it can be even more impactful on our well-being than and damaging than smoking or obesity. Think about that for a second. Let that sink in. So loneliness can be more damaging than smoking cigarettes. That is mind-boggling to me and mind-blowing, but it's truthful. Um, today, close to two-thirds of the adults in the United States report feeling lonely. Um, and I think that a lot of this has to do with, um, that's not just founders, mind you, that's just adults. And I think a lot of this has to do with screen time. We spend so much time on technology and on our phones and on computers. I mean, like, let's face it, we don't talk face to face. We text and we email. And trust me, I fully support technology and fully support texting and emailing and all of the technical gadgets and the platforms. However, we cannot replace human connection. It's just, it's part of human existence and um, the human connection and the social connection. And I think human touch, um, a hug goes a long way, but I'm just being able to verbally talk to someone live and to connect with someone and to discuss feelings and thoughts and share thoughts and feed off of each other and feed off that energy and and having that live social connection um, can really impact you and make you thrive and make a huge difference on on your life. The physical health consequences of poor and insufficient connection is like a 29% increased risk of heart disease, a 32% increased risk of stroke, a 50% increased risk of de developing dementia uh, for older adults, and then it also increases risk of premature death by more than 60%, y'all. Like, that is huge. This is also interesting. I found uh, pulling some data and some stats is that um, the age group of 16 to 29 are two times more likely to report that they f have the feeling of loneliness and Uh, the age group that's close behind is 
30 to 49. So these two age groups or are more lonely than over the age of 70, which I guess I just always thought, you know, depending on where older people live, I mean, if they're close to their families and, you know, they have a strong family connection and um, they come to visit, or I know folks that go to older homes, whatnot, if you're in the nursing home, that can be rather lonely. Um, but the ages of 16 to 29 far outpasses the ages of 70 to 100. And loneliness and social isolation in childhood increases the risk of depression and anxiety immediately and can have after effects can last throughout adulthood. So having childhood isolation and loneliness can impact you as an adult, which I don't think that's super shocking, but it carries through. So we need to address the loneliness and isolation. It's critical uh, for us in America. It's becoming a mental health crisis. Um, it has a profound consequence on our individual and collective health and well-being. And the medicine, the solution is very easy to to find and it's right in front of us and it's social connection. Reach out, take the time to connect with others, meet with a friend, do something fun. So when I was in San Diego at the WVS, um, there was another speaker that um, gave a great aha takeaway that I think is um, really important for founders as well. And her name's Latia Vaughn and she is the dream pusher and she's a consultant and does, um, many things. She's an amazing speaker and, uh, she's a breath of fresh air, but she says, don't forget the art of play. You must enthuse, infuse, shall we say, infuse. That's it. Infuse the art of play on a daily basis. And you can infuse the art of play in a meeting or um, at a playground, go for a walk. Everywhere you go, just have fun and infuse the art of play. Get the inner child out. Um, have a playful mindset for just a few minutes and go out and meet with friends and get that social connection. It's the infrastructure that will promote and establish and scale communities and um, build relationships and make you healthier uh, throughout your founder journey. So be early to recognize, early to address, many different ways to address, join communities. If you're a woman founder or you have an idea, you have a dream, get involved in the like-minded collective or um, the Parlay House or other communities. Uh, do something fun. Reach out to a friend. Go for a walk. Exercise. Eat healthy. Meditate. Journal. Just take care of your mental health and connect socially. 
reach out and give a hug, go out and do something fun. And don't forget the art of play. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, subscribe to our channel, The Wild Feather. If you want to learn more about our guests or their products and companies, you can visit our website at thewildfeatherpodcast.com. While you're there, you can sign up for our newsletter to receive info on our upcoming episodes. Follow us on social media to get the latest deets. We're on all of them, so pick your favorite and follow us. And if you're a founder and need funding or accelerator info or business resources, you can go to our website, thewildfeatherpodcast.com and find some valuable information and resources there. No matter if you're a founder, your investor, or what your path is, just remember you were born with wings. Wings.